We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Day, Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. And uh, as you've uh, heard, uh, listening during the day today to the shows that preceded ours, the names of which forget, I forget. Just kidding, guys. Uh, it is Give to the Max Day. Give to the Max Day. Do you guys want to uh, then give us the details sure. of what's going on? Sure. Well, we are. We picked one charity for our station, and it's a charity that's near and dear to our heart, and it's Alive and Kicking, which is a nonprofit performing arts organization that features incredibly talented ensembles of rock and roll seniors, um, ages sixty to ninety-four years old. Young. Young. Yeah, young, Julia. and it's giving seniors a voice and a mission and a purpose, and it's just wonderful. We've met so many people throughout the years. Um, we've raised money for them in the past, but really, we're like their their source. So we yeah. love it that everybody hangs out and helps us. Um, and each year they produce a new original production. It's going to be in March of this year. We're going to look forward to that. But it really, I think, when you and I, I'll never forget the first time we met them, and we went to that church in. Um, where was it? South, like Minneapolis. South Minneapolis. And we their rehearsal space. And the people were so delighted to meet us and that we would actually take interest in what they're doing and help them. Yeah. I mean, it felt so powerful. And then having them Julie be around going, us. How old do you have to be to join this? And <laughs> when can I join it? Do you have Not to yet. carry it to And do you have to be able to sing? You well, do. Well. You do. So as part of today's Give to the Max, we have um, a different thing happening every hour. Unique opportunities for you if you want, because it's Give to the Max Day for Minnesota. And if you're, we know we ask you to donate a lot. We know we just did Project Down and Dirty and um, we go to you a lot, but I guess today is a day of giving. And um, if if this is something that you want to help with and one of these experiences is something that you'd like to take advantage of, we're all in. We'd yeah. love it. So what we have in our three o'clock hour is um, the Oprah Vision 2020 tour is um, with Weight Watchers, WW as she calls it, is coming here on saturday january 11th and the dregs of winter it is and it's and it's a full day event at the excel center we're going to get into that in a second mm-hmm. so that's our first hour that'll be happening from three to four we have a suite and we'd like some people to join us in the suite throughout the day um and then in the four o'clock hour we have you can be the announcer of our show for the week all right and that's like a perfect thing to do and we'll give you more ideas of why that's so great in the four o'clock hour and then in the five o'clock hour 
um, unlock the song. And Lori and I um, recorded it with um, a videographer yesterday and a sound session. And we're, we're, we can't we're carry a tune. No, no. <laughs> I thought we excelled yesterday. Lori. Don't don't dismiss us. So fun, fun, different experiences. But a little bit about Oprah's 2020 Vision Tour. When we first heard about this, we were so excited. I think she's only going to seven cities. Yeah, it's and, not a lot. And here's Oprah. Let's let Oprah tell you what Vision 2020 is. Hi, everybody. I have some good news Hi. to share. We're going on tour. WW presents Oprah's 2020 Vision, your life in focus. Come spend the day with me as I share details about my own wellness journey and help you write the next chapter of your own journey. Join Oprah and surprise guests live on tour. Okay, who are the surprise guests? Because this is what she promises when I okay. went to Oprah.com. Yes, tell us. That there will be a signature Oprah interview with someone who is either a famous headline maker, Michelle Obama, um, or Ooh. a game changer, I don't know, Kerry Washington. Yes. Um, who sh- who shed their old habits and never look back. But anyway, she's yeah. getting famous friends that she knows to come and I then hope it's Gail King. do a one-on-one interview Yes. With them on stage that we'll be able to hear, and um, and then she's also the MC. The you know she's, she's sharing got a full herself. day lined up yeah. where we're going to be dealing. It's it's supposed to help us transform our mind, body, and spirit. And I'm, I'm there for the speakers, and yes. I'm there to hear Oprah and get Oprahfied. I I we've never heard her. I never and went to her show. I never, never. I mean, never. we were fans of her show. Forever. We wanted to buy tickets Oprah! for this. So how much are we charging okay, so for we have Okay, so we have 12 tickets. Okay. And um, each ticket is $200. And Lori and I have gone to the Excel website. This is in our suite. Our suite is close to the stage. Yeah, it's a great It's a great, great location. Mm-hmm. We love where our suite is. And um, you and I are going to be there, not depending on how the day goes. I don't We're know. Probably, we don't know what the hours we don't. are. It's like it starts at 9. 9 That's all I know. They're going to serve us lunch. You're going to get a workbook. You're going to um, hear they're doing different exercises throughout the day. It's just a full day of focusing on yourself and get, I think it's just going to be a day to learn more and see I'm Oprah. I'm so glad she's coming in the January. Yes. What else are we going to do? I mean, on a Saturday in January, if you're not out of town, I mean, it is like go to a movie, yeah, do something in your class. I mean, it's yeah. just a not a... It's, it's a it's perfect a time, time to of the like, year. Uh, kennel up with Oprah. Yes, and the number to call is 651-641-1071. Um, isn't that right, Donnie? That is correct. And yeah. you'll call Donnie and Donnie will take your information. And if you just want to give outside of one of these experiences, you can also go to my talk 1071 type in keyword. No, there's no keyword needed for this. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a, I just right go to my talk 1071.com right there. And it says donate. So if you want to just donate any amount aside from what we're doing, yeah, you can do that right there. You know, and, and this is a day that for everybody, like all these organizations yeah. in um, it's give to the Minnesota, max in Minnesota. Yeah, they're just trying to in one fell swoop raise a lot of money for charities for nonprofits, and, and so it's if it's somebody else, you know, we appreciate you know you're doing that too, whatever it might right. be, animals or kids or the bridge. I mean, there's a lot. Everybody yes, is everybody's out there doing this. Very active. You can't go online without you know seeing it. And I think last year. 
Every year you give to the max, max has has exceeded, exceeded the prior yeah. year's um, expectations. Yeah, and I think. we just and have a, you know they're just uh, alive and kicking is just a small you know nonprofit and they passionate passion seeing yeah. seeing young seniors. I'm excited about the Oprah thing, Julia. I'm I not going to lie to you. I, and we were trying to figure out how we were going to get tickets anyway. Yeah, because we wanted to go to this. I, I want to experience her power and magic. Same. And I think it's a day for you. This is the thing that got me. Okay. Interactive movement experiences. So um, I guess bring your yoga pants. The jumping jack. (laughs) Yeah. I hope so. I mean, we'll have room in the suite to be able to do some of that. But it might be, it might be like a... A meditation, right. like kind of. There, I can see how there right. will be things in the chair. You know, they're always. That's an Oprah esque thing. Yeah. How to work out from your chair or chair get some aerobics. chair relaxation <laughs> well, stretches that you can do. I just have visions of somebody coming out and leading us through something. Anyway. And it's always fun. To go to a speaker and well, we, you know, we saw Michelle Obama. That oh, was an incredible um, two evening and, a half and being with. Like mind, you know, with women and celebrating yourselves, and this could be women and men. I mean, anyone can go to this, but I just think. All right, so that's what we're, we're doing. We're excited. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is. Is it a hump day? No, it's a Thursday. Thursday. It's a Thursday, and it's Give to the Max Day for Minnesota. And um, we, right now, are giving to the Max for Alive and Kicking, but we have a special package, um, unique package to be in the um, the Hubbard Suite for the Oprah 2020 Vision Tour. And there are 12 extra seats available to join us and the number to call is 651-641-1071 donnie can you update us uh i was just trying to get uh let's see we got three of do you know how many brooke has sold eight and you've got three so we've sold 11 so we just have one one ticket left oh is that right all right one ticket left all right Move along. Yeah, we are. People want to go see Oprah January yes. 11th. So last night, the CMA's uh, award show was happening on ABC. Carrie Underwood, Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre. They did an incredible, powerful medley. So many people got up on stage. Tanya Tucker came out. They did a little bit of Delta Dawn. Then they did Tammy Wynette's Good Girls uh, Gonna Go Bad. Loretta Lynn, you're looking at country. Loretta was there. You yes, know, I a, saw her. She had a stroke. and they But they opened with a tr- rendition of Dolly Parton's Those Memories of You, which she originally recorded with Linda Ronce and Emmy Lou Harris. It I, was amazing opening. Did I, you see it? Yes. It was I so thought good. the performances were so powerful. And just, you talked about the country music women, you know, how many there are, but here. ten men are played before one woman is played. The, the imbalance in country, what they play for music, is is way out of whack. Right, but I'm just going to go to because I haven't seen that many country music women on stage in so long. I thought it was so cool because you also had Crystal Gale, Casey Musgraves, Gretchen Wilson, like you said, um, Brandy, Carla. Jennifer Nettles, Big yeah. Little Town, um, God, everybody, Lori, gosh, everybody, Sarah Evans, um, Crystal Gale, 
Yes. Donnie posted Martina the Martina McBride. Per- it was so good. Yeah, Donnie they, posted they, they the performance. The All right, yeah. let's play a little bit from uh, Lara was down uh, in Nashville. Alrighty, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> On country music's biggest night, it was the women taking center stage. Kicking off the night in a show-stopping medley featuring this year's co-host Reba. Carrie and Dolly, joined on stage by over 40 female powerhouses from legends like Tanya Tucker, Martina McBride, and Crystal Gale, to Nashville's biggest new stars like Maren Morris and Brandi Carlisle. Casey Musgraves winning Best Female Artist and taking a moment to deliver a powerful message. But I feel that the, the female creative spirit, female energy, um, it's really needed right now. It's really important, and I feel like it's um, it's something that Earth needs. That female energy exploding on stage from Reba's quick-changing fancy. She said, "Here's your one-change I never knew that was called fancy. To guest appearances by Pink and Halsey. To this star-studded ensemble joining Little Big Town on stage for Girl Crush. Ashley McBride winning Best New Artist and Maren Morris taking home Album of the Year appropriately titled Girl. It just feels so timely and whether you're a man or a woman I think that the people that won tonight have uh, raised the bar for this genre this year and have made it proud and I'm just so humbled to be one of them. Now let's talk about the men who certainly held their own. Blake Shelton adding single of the year for God's Country to his already extensive collection of CMA trophies. Uh, whoever votes on these things, I have no idea how this thing works after 20 years of doing this. And Garth Brooks taking home the night's biggest prize, Entertainer of the Year, winning the honor for an unprecedented seventh time. Seven times is cool, but what, let's talk about tonight. This is the tribute to women. So it's, it's neat to see them all band together. But then, of course, country does what country does, and entertainer of the year goes to Garth Brooks. I know. Our okay, guy. so, but you had, I, I just thought it was so... the perform- No, it was great, and I loved when Casey Musgrave sang with Willie Nelson, oh. although people were worried about his breath, but the song that they were doing, um, what kind of Rainbow Connection, it's a happy, sad song, and her voice is so light and crisp, and his is so weathered. It kind of was perfect. It, it did yeah. work together. They yeah, har- the I harmonization, it did work, Lori. And yeah. she won Female Vocalist of the Year for Golden Hour, her album, and that won a Grammy for Album of the Year. And yet, Casey Musgraves, her songs from that album are not played on country music radio. And it reminded me of... Uh, uh, this thing, I we kind of I remember we just talked about it. I wonder if if uh, Donna talked about it um, because she comes from she country comes radio. From country. But if, about four years ago, they yes. had something they called Tomato Gate. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Where it was this radio consultant had cautioned radio programmers against putting too many women on the country playlist and never to play women back to back because they're just not the lettuce in our salad. And I'm quoting this guy. Yeah. The lettuce is Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, Keith Urban. The tomatoes of our salad are the females and you have to scatter them around. And I mean, I, it's, it's just gone. So, it's gotten really bad. And, yeah. and Jennifer Nettles, she didn't come to play. She shut down the red carpet in a Christian Siriano white suit with a with a cape kind of on the back that said play. She held it out on the red carpet. Play our bleeping records, please. And thank you. And then a great she's got good manners. Good she manners. said, which I just yeah. loved <laughs> good manners. But I mean, it's an ongoing conversation about how it's dominated by men. So it was like great and everything. And then entertainer of the year goes to Garth Brooks and only one woman is nominated. It's the same old, same old. Well, And I think, I think that's that all. was what, that's why it was. Oh, it was a show about women last night because I think the women in country music are gathering together saying, but will it make a difference? We can only hope because, uh, it certainly was brought up enough. Keith Urban on the red carpet. He said, this is crazy. There are just as many good women artists yeah. as there are men. Why aren't they getting airplay? There's some consultant somewhere well, that, well, that like can see the radio is, yeah, yeah. You know, some consultant says, well, according to our research, women don't want to hear other women sing on country well, radio, which is, you know, I, women make up such a huge part of the I country know, music I radio audience. I think, I think hopefully that we see some change from this. Well, I hope it so. It was a big statement though. It was a big statement with the, I thought with, for me, I love all these women. That were up there. The history of them, the it new ones. It just makes me mad that we have to keep making big statements, Julia. It's like, well, well, I'm just saying that it's just like, you know, come on, you guys. Well, there's all this good music. I mean, so many of the performance, Kelsey uh, Ballerini. And I mean, you had Pinkett up there and do a performance and Halsey. And I mean, there's like they were really showing it. But it, how will it make a difference? Will that change? the perception in the country music radio programming that women are the tomatoes and men are the lettuce. And so you can't have too many tomatoes. Everyone knows that ruins a sandwich. You have like two and then the rest is filling and you know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's so sexist to call women the tomatoes. Isn't it? (laughs) Oh yeah. No, it's just, uh, I mean, I'm glad they're becoming more vocal. Trisha Yearwood called for more change as has Miranda Lambert. Casey, Donnie Posted, Jennifer Nettles. I mean, you know, I did like the one Shady Boots moment that happened, which was when Blake Shelton got a standing ovation. We got word that Miranda Lambert and her husband stayed in their seats and didn't clap. It makes me it makes me kind of laugh. <laughs> I mean, the bad I mean, blood on her side towards Blake is, I know. is uh, it's deliciously... Um, 
uh, what is it, middle school? At least. At least. Mm -hmm. But I guess refusal to clap and a thunder face is reasonably professional. You could do worse. You could jump out of your seats at the beginning of the performance and stock off. Well, exactly. Yeah. I, I thought, gosh, her husband is so cute. He is cute. He really is. And she looks pretty. It's all the... All the Casey, I love her. Thank you, Donna, for playing some country. Well, if country won't play her, we will. Do it. Let's play it. (laughs) I'm going to throw in a bunch of stuff today. Well, actually, actually I was reading, you know, there was um, in Rolling Stone yesterday, they did an article um, about Spotify is trying to change it to put more women country music in their rotation. Because on each of these streaming platforms, they have today's hot country list mm-hmm. and they would be more dominated by men but they're trying to, and apple music said they're making them 50 50 so there is some change you know what there has to be more on like radio stations yeah besides streaming stations so but but it, that was a good move and we want to let everybody know that um thank you for the people who are going to be joining us for the oprah 2020 vision tour it is sold out and next hour we will be auctioning off. So that was a lot of money yeah. that we raised. So every because people are paying two hundred dollars, yeah, they didn't need to do that. So no, yay, so thank, thank you, you, everybody, and we'll look forward to that day. And next hour we have a um, announcer for the week. Yes. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson yesterday had Jason Momoa on, and he was wearing his new his signature color is he wears Dusty Rose. Mm-hmm. We've seen him in Dusty Rose tuxes, jackets. It's a pants. lovely. He was wearing Nod to, to because he's such a such big, a big huge guy. man and yep. just I mean he's got this I mean he really is a beautiful man yeah he is a beautiful man yeah he is and um, so he had a dusty rose kind of nubby sweater on with um, really nice dusty rose pants <laughs> <laughs> that just fit they oh so they're custom. Me. They, they kind of remind me of a 70s poly almost. Yes. They kind of look like that. Yeah. You know, like a disco pant. Yes. It and, was very custom fitted to his thigh specifications. And his waist. He's the narrow waist. Yes. yes. But he was lovely. So are we going to listen to... Um, well, Kelly did. Uh, her Kelly Oki yesterday was some Jonas Brothers. Or not Joe Jonas specifically. My son. D- D- yeah. D-N-C-E. Cake by the Ocean. Oh, yes. She's I so good. She had her kids come out and kind of lightly interviewed Jason Momoa. And the main thing was, are mermaids real? And he he told them, Ariel Ariel is just wonderful. And um, I'm just like, they could just have, he could take over. He should just do a kid's movie. Because Casey and I made the mistake of watching an episode of a show on Apple TV called C-S-E-E. Jason uh-huh. Momoa is the head of a tribe in the future that live like cavemen that's like Gone of the Thrones meets steampunk. I love it. Meets the Vikings. No, my favorite line right there is Gone of the Thrones. <laughs> it's Game of the Thrones no, with no, blind No, no, no. I absolutely love it. Gone of the Thrones. It's terrible. It's steampunk. And it was just... I, uh, we it was train wreck rev- television. I looked at Casey. I, thought, I go, we can never watch that again. again. My eyes hurt. It was so bad. <laughs> I agree. Everybody's blind in yep. the future, but they're living on in rainforests and a, next to water and waterfalls and big rocks. And I mean, it was just tragic. But he, of course, is a great 
kind of cave person. Yes, he is a great he cave person. He looks good dressed in fur with long hair. Yes. Wearing kind of uh, he's moccasin big, type yeah, of he's, shoes. He's a big, beautiful man. It's the same character he played in Game of Thrones. Yes, it, it is. is. It you is. Know. <laughs> uh, you know, but anyway, but I did, I do like him. I want him to find something better because this is just so. He may. He formulaic. will. He's hot. He will, Lori. Yeah. All right. Well, here's Kelly giving us <laughs> once again. We an, detoured to talk about Momoa. Uh, Momoa, an amazing uh, cover song. Here we go. She is so good. That was a stroke of producing genius, whoever came up with that. And I admire the fact that she can learn a new song every day and seems to know all the words. I looked around the crowd for a teleprompter. She knows the words. But, I mean, that's kind of incredible. That's Mm -hmm. so many words to learn, to memorize. I know, I'm just saying. And she probably had good training because... In American Idol, you just did nothing but covers, but I'm still impressed with... But in, in, in to her credit, Lord, she's always done covers. Yeah, like, no, always, I know that, yeah. but the fact to learn a new song every day and learn she's all the... Is that it? I, I think singers she's, just have that they ability. Do. And, and I, I watched it like last acting, night. Yeah. Listen, I saw it last night at the CMAs, in which we have really good news. They um, were up 12%. 12% and award show up 12% in their audience. That's unbelievable. Must have been the women. 11.3 <laughs> million viewers. I mean, just the opening number was just so good. And it was. It's, it's once in a lifetime viewing. I mean, we saw a concert last night with these iconic women paired together in all different age groups. They, it was, they should do it more often. I loved it when the camera panned to Loretta Lynn and she's saying to her granddaughter, Who is that? I know. <laughs> Who's that? And she's like, um, Tanya Tucker. Ta- yeah, well, I swear it was on Tanya Tucker. No, it was one of the younger, younger oh. women. That yeah. was up there because she would know who Tanya, Tanya Tucker. She would know Tanya. She yeah. would know her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Jimmy Kimmel just staying in the music thing. Yes. So last night was his birthday. Ray Romano was on a show. I guess it's the third year in a row he's been on with Kimmel on his birthday. I love he's Ray promoting Romano. the Irishman. Yeah, he's in that. He's in that, and um, that's coming out at the end of November. I think the twenty seventh. But he was giving a great uh, couch, but also Jimmy Kimmel. Over the last three months, different musicians that have stopped by, he had them read mean tweets, and it was packaged up and played yesterday on National Kindness Day. Fabulous. Here we go with uh, different musicians reading mean tweets. Billie Eilish dresses like she got her clothes stolen at the gym, so they gave her what they had in the lost and found bin. At Chance the Rapper, more like Chance the worthless, spineless, d***less, soulless, purposeless, virtuous sellout. Nice Doritos commercial, you piece of I'd rather listen to a barn full of baby pigs being vaccinated than Luke Bryan's new song. I have vaccinated baby pigs, and that's awful. 
I feel like Leon Bridges makes music for straight white couples to dance to in their kitchens, but only if their kitchens have granite countertops and subway tile backsplashes wow. and a teapot they bought in an art museum gift shop. Anyways, I still like it even though I'm gay and poor. What if God is really John Mayer performing Dave Matthews covers at that bar your dad likes? Alice Cooper looked 65 in 1972. How is he still alive? <laughs> Lizzo, bus passes and Happy Meals. Two things that I imagine Lizzo has seen a lot of. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big bitch and I ride a bus. A tour bus. Where's yours? Ooh. And then Cardi B was having one, and somebody says she looks loud, and she's like, I'm loud. What do you mean I look loud? Because she is loud. Anyway, I love... Uh, it's a good... It's a it's good... It's a good... It's a good act. It yeah. is a good segment. I think it is. I like it a lot. Oh, anyway. And then... Um, what else do we know, music-wise? Oh, Sierra is going to do, uh, she's going to host the American Music Awards, which takes place uh, next Sunday, a week the from Sunday. The 24th of November. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I thought she did it last year, too. I feel like she did something recently. I don't know if it was this one. Yeah. Or, um, Lizzo's going to be performing, though. A lot of people are going to be performing at that. And Taylor's getting an Artist of the Decade Award. Which she deserves. Yeah, I guess so. Gosh, I... Yeah, she's been around that 10 years. She's been around, Lori. I still remember John Bream coming on our show, telling us he just saw what he thinks is the next great star Mm -hmm. at Mystic Lake. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Remember, he just said she's got it. His little memory of uh, Mm -hmm. when he did the story on We Fest taking a year off, he remembered the year he interviewed Taylor Swift in her tour bus, and her mom said to John, please take off your shoes. <laughs> I love that. Which always... Which least. I guess, you know, we fast, it's muddy, it's, it's dirty. Muddy. If Abs- you don't, with a tour bus motorhome, if you don't kind of have an area to take shoes off, you're going to be tracking a lot yeah, of... Yeah, you are. A lot yeah. of stuff in. So it's such a mom thing, though, right? <laughs> and then Pink, you know, she performed last night uh, in the country CMAs. Yeah. Did a beautiful song, but... Um, She's after her a two and a half year world tour. She's taking a break in twenty twenty. I feel like just it, write songs, Pink. My yeah. gosh, she's got to be so exhausted. And Bill, her their kids are going to school, yeah. so they want some consistency in the school year and not traveling and having you know. Two, it was a two and a half year world tour, and both times she came here, she had voice problems. Yeah, the and Super it basically Bowl, started yeah. with the Super Bowl. I mean, yep. she hasn't stopped. So that's go take your time. But how about those kids? They were at the People's Choice, and then they fly across country and they go oh, to Nashville. She oh, likes my. to bring them. They oh, look so cute. Okay, I can't think of anything more horrible than this. And I had Donnie give us this story just to tell you real quickly. All right. Would you like to listen to an eight-hour podcast musical? Heavens A what? Uh-huh. <laughs> Heavens no. Glenn Close is going to co-host this. There's going to be... I was wondering what that even was about. 30 original songs. It's called Anthem Homunculus. I, I saw Homunculus. that line. Homunculus. What does yeah. that mean? I'm going to have to double check uh, what that means. It's, it's, a, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a, like a ginormous, dynamic, hermongous her- combination <laughs> word. Homunculus. H-O-M-U-N. No, that's a very small human or humanoid creature. Okay, uh, so homunculus. Yeah. yeah, so whatever it's about, Patty Lapone is a junkie nun. Cynthia Arrivo is Joan the Baptist. 
There's 40 actors. Glenn Close is going to be a character who sings, and there will be 31 songs over eight hours. Sounds awful. Okay. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy too. <laughs> I don't know when it's airing, but mm-hmm. if you'd like to watch it, in case there might be a real musical person listening, Julia, who wants to. It'll well, you're be, right. It'll be November 24th. Sunday. Uh, yeah. You got to wh- Google Glenn Close. That's oh, the that's best just, I can give you. Homunculus means small. Yeah, small person. It's a deceiving word. Yeah, it it is. really is. It almost sounds like a fancy cloud. Homunculus. <laughs> <laughs> it does. That's very good, Lori. Okay, listen, when we come back, uh, speaking of sounds, we are going to uh, talk to Jim Brunzel. It's the 20th anniversary of Sound Unseen, which is an amazing mu- uh, movie festival that is celebrating its 20th year. We'll be right back. It's Give to the Max Day in Minnesota, and we're working to benefit our friends at Alive and Kickin'. Bid on all sorts of fun packages, like tickets in a suite at the X, a chance to be a show announcer for the week, a walk-on roll, and more. To bid or buy along, call 651-641-1071. Everything you need to know is at mytalk1071.com, keyword max. We're delighted we have uh, Jim Brunzel with us, and he's the director of Sound Unseen, the music and film festival that's based here in Minneapolis, and congratulations, 20 years. Thank you so much. Hi, Jim. That is so cool. So uh, your um, premiere kicked off on, was it this past Tuesday night with the P.J. Harvey movie? Yep. So, yep. So, a dog called Money uh, had its Midwest premiere at the Walker Arts Center uh, two days ago. So, yeah, Tuesday. And so now we are in uh, day three of Sound and Scene, the twentieth annual festival, and it runs through uh, this Sunday, November seventeenth. All right. And can you give give us what is Sound and Scene? Because a lot of us have never heard of it, and you've been in business for twenty years, Jim. It's true. We have been in business for twenty years. I have been involved since two thousand eight, but Nate Johnson in 1999 founded this festival because uh around that time there was all these great sort of underground music films or like music documentaries and avant-garde type uh cinema right and a lot of these films were playing festivals and sort of one-offs in new york and la and san francisco and major markets and even internationally in rotterdam and berlin and tokyo and people you know in the twin cities wanted to see these films and so nate and a few others uh, put a festival together that was sort of dedicated to sort of underground rock at the time, mm-hmm. and then these avant-garde musicians and artists. And yeah, that started in 1999, and 20 years later, uh, you know, 2019, we got our 20th uh, festival going on right now. And the festival is at a bunch of different cinemas across the Twin Cities: the Walker Arts Center, Bryant Lake Bowl, the Parkway Theater, Surly Brewing. Um, Moxie Uptown, um, VFW Uptown, which is just kind of cool. But some of them, we picked a couple that we thought that we want to hear a little bit more, and we think that people in the Twin Cities would as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. The Paul Westerberg documentary that's going to be showing yeah. with Dig this Saturday night at the Parkway. Can you tell people about that? Sure. So, yeah, the filmmaker Andy Timoner 
Um, she's made uh, quite a few films, but her big film was Dig, which was in 2004, and so that's celebrating its 15th anniversary. But I actually run a festival as well in Austin, Texas, and she uh, made a narrative film last year on the artist Maplethorpe, or Robert Maplethorpe, that stars Matt Smith, who's best known. He's Doctor Who, and he's on The Crown. Yes, yes we and, know him. And, and, and she's coming into town, and she's showing... Uh, Maplethorpe, the director's cut, uh, tomorrow. But when we were in Austin last year, she said, oh, yeah, by the way, in 1998, I shot this short film for Capitol Records as like a promo doc for Paul Westerberg's third solo album, Suicane Gratification. And she said it's never screened publicly. Oh, my gosh. I think she made the film that was commissioned by Capitol Records, and then it was going to be like a tie-in to like, you know, you buy the CD or something, and it comes with it, but they never mass-produced it. They only put out the CD. So the film has gone unseen literally for 20 years. So this is going to be its first public screening um, on Saturday, along with Dig at the Parkway. And what time is that at the Parkway? It's at 9.30. 9.30. And how do people get tickets if they want to make sure that they get tickets to that? Um, they can go on our website at soundunseen.com. Okay. Otherwise, all of the venues, which, as you mentioned, um, the Trilon Cinema, Bryant Lake Bowl, and uh, the Parkway Theater, you can go to all their websites as well, and they have our tickets up for sale. Right. Too. Good. And the other one um, that we were interested in learning more about, Jim, was the Mystify Michael Hutchins in from NXS. Yeah, so, yeah, Mystified Michael Hutchins. I mean, it's, it, it is a doc on Michael Hutchins and the director, Richard Lowenstein. He had made quite a few um, in excess music videos, and he had become very close with Michael, and he, Michael Hutchins actually starred in a feature film called Dogs in Space, which I think is from, like, 1987. Oh, wow. And so Richard Lowenstein has been collecting all these uh, personal interviews, videos, behind the scenes. I mean, there's things in the film that people, you know, never knew about Michael Hutchins until they see the film. And I was fortunate enough to see it at its world premiere at um, the Tribeca Film Festival in April. And actually, Michael Hutchins' sister flew in as well for it. And Richard Lowenstein, you know, he's Australian, and he was there, and he, you know, it was a very emotional Q&A. It was about 45 minutes long after the film. And yeah, it's it's quite uh, a portrait of Michael Hutchins, and you know they speak to a lot of his friends and past girlfriends right. and lovers. The band is not so much in it though, because it's mostly his story. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily like an in excess, right? You yeah. know, kind of tell all. But he was everything so, in yeah. the band. I mean, he was oh, in excess, and those videos were very, I mean, the in excess videos were really good. I do remember that. I mean, he was such a devilishly handsome, charismatic lead yep. singer. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's one of the films that I'm definitely excited for our audience to see. Um, I mean, I was sort of ripped apart when I saw it at Tribeca, and when you go to these festivals, you're watching four or five films a day for right. numerous days, you know. And so when you see something like that, it's just sort of a gut punch. But, you know, I think anyone that is a fan of In Excess, which I've been for, you know, 30 mm-hmm. years, 
you know, and watching him on MTV and, you know, seeing the NXS videos. And actually, him and I share a birthday together. So oh. there's sort of that weird coincidence. Yes. I don't know. So when, I don't when, know. It's just certain, yeah. when is that one playing, Mystify, the Michael Hutchins uh, documentary? So that is also going to be at the Parkway Theater on uh, this Sunday at uh, 2.30. And then, you know, this is, we just, I feel like we are so out of it that we didn't even know about this festival. And well, if, Chris Hewitt yeah, has Chris told, told us told about us. it before, okay. and I know that the both Ross Rayla, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you get coverage from the music yes. uh, uh, people, they always, that's how we know about it. Yeah. Um, no, and I mean, you know, Sound Unseen, we are a volunteer-based organization, yeah. there's four of us that put this together, so none of us, you know, get paid to do this, we just, we care about this festival, we care about great music films and yeah. earlier this year in july we got this uh, notification from movie maker magazine recognizing us as one of the 25 coolest film festivals in the world that's, that's amazing so, cool. so that's something that's you know sort of put us on the map as well and yeah we've got you know 20 visiting filmmakers coming in we have a filmmaker flying in from dublin who's coming uh to the festival to present his film on lee moses called time and place so mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of these things where we work basically 11 months ahead and program these films, and we've got great musicians. We've got a lot of free filmmaker panels, like you mentioned at Surly. Yeah. And you never know how it's all going to come together, but then, yeah, I was a film Jim, we got to go. Jim, we oh, got to go. We got to go. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and we're going to cut you off because this music will cut you off. But soundonscene.org.com. What an exciting event. Those sound like really cool things. And nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. And thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim. Oh, I'd like to go see live from the AstroTurf, Alice Cooper. The 40th anniversary of Alice Cooper playing in a record store.